Welcome to the Sleep Fairy Way podcast. I'm your host, Jessalyn Romney, a baby sleep consultant and a mother of four. I'm here to teach you everything I know about baby sleep, motherhood, postpartum, and more. I'm so happy you're here. Hello, and welcome to the podcast today. Today, I'm going to talk about the difference between being overtired and undertired. And there's a lot of ways that you can tell if your baby is overtired or undertired. And I am going to give you all the details on that today. But real quick, I wanted to read this review that I got the other day from a mom who was struggling because her baby was waking up like every 10 minutes in the night because her baby's binky was falling out. Now, if you have a baby that's between like three and six months old, you're probably struggling with the same thing. So, We went through a consultation. I talked to her about what she can do, and this is what she said. She sent me a picture, and she said, he just fell asleep without the binky. I cannot believe it. He woke up last night, and we watched him on the monitor put himself back to sleep, and he did so great. I never knew my baby could fall asleep on his own without the binky. Okay, thank you so much for sending that. If you need to learn more about binkies and whether or not you should use them and what you should do if your baby's binky is falling out, Go ahead and check out episode 16 where I talk all about this in detail. Okay, let's talk about your baby being overtired or undertired. Now, I've talked about this before, but sleep begets sleep. Okay, so if your baby is taking good naps during the day, they're more likely to sleep well at night. And if your baby is sleeping well at night, they're more likely to take good naps during the day. But if your baby is overtired, they are going to struggle sleeping through the night and therefore they are going to struggle taking naps. And if your baby is undertired, they're also going to struggle sleeping at night, therefore struggle sleep during sleeping during the day and then they'll become overtired. So finding that sweet spot for your baby is really important and understanding the signs to look for so you know if your baby is overtired or undertired is also very important. So first, let's talk about the difference. Let's talk about being overtired. This is probably the most common one. I see babies getting overtired all the time. And what does that look like? If your baby is overtired, they are likely super fussy, especially around bedtime and nap time. They are rubbing their eyes. They are crying. They are struggling to fall asleep. And then once they do fall asleep, they're probably waking up about 30 minutes later. Why? Because they struggle to get into a deep sleep to begin with. Okay, this also can look like early morning wakings. If they are not getting into a deep enough sleep the first half of the night, they're going to struggle staying asleep the second half of the night when their body is in a lighter state of sleep because their starting point was so light. If you're kind of picturing a scale from the bottom to the top, we start off the night at the bottom. We're in this really deep sleep, and as the night goes on, we slowly work our way to the top. We're in a light state of sleep, and then we wake up and start our day. Well, if your baby is overtired, instead of starting at the bottom, they're kind of starting in the middle. So then as they work their way up, they are really awake when it's halfway through the night, and really they should be just coming out of a deep sleep, not coming out of that light state of sleep. So Again, that can present itself as early morning wakings and frequent wakings throughout the night. And when they are waking up, they will probably be very fussy. Okay, is this sounding familiar? Are you wondering, hmm, maybe my baby's been overtired this whole time. You're not alone. So I'll talk about what you can do to prevent that. But let's talk about what it means to be undertired. What does it look like if your baby is undertired? I like to describe it if your baby is undertired, you've already filled their sleep bucket. They are getting just too much sleep to where they're not tired. They're not tired enough for naps. They're not tired enough for bedtime. It's kind of like if you were to take a six hour nap during the day right now, you probably would not sleep very well at night because your sleep tank is already full. You're filled up. 
you're ready to go and your body just doesn't need rest. So what does that look like? When you put your baby to bed, they might just start talking and babbling and playing for a long time in their bed. This can be normal for like 15 to 20 minutes, but if you're going on like one, two hours of your baby just talking and babbling in their bed and never falling asleep, but also being happy while doing it, they might be undertired. This can also look like waking up in the night, but having a really hard time going back to sleep. But again, they're happy about it. So it's not like your baby is waking up frequently, crying, fussy, mad. They're waking up and they're just talking and singing and happy to be there, but not sleeping. Now, if I had to pick between the two, I would way prefer my baby to be undertired because if my baby is awake and happy in the night, it doesn't really bother me. Eventually, it'll work itself out. I let them, you know, kind of work through that and they fall back asleep. Especially this can happen too if you're in like a regression or they're learning a new skill. So be careful um, not to change their schedule too quickly. My previous episode, I talked about giving it time. Give it time first before you change anything up. But if you've given it time, nothing has changed. It might be time to change their schedule because they're just not tired anymore when you're putting them to bed. Okay, so now that we know what that looks like, now that we know whether our baby is overtired or undertired, how do we prevent this? How can we make it so that our baby is getting the right amount of sleep, the right amount of wake time so that they are not getting overtired or undertired and so that we can optimize their sleep so we can get good naps during the day, get good sleep at night so that they can be well rested and you can be well rested. Okay, so let's talk about how we can prevent overtiredness. First, your baby probably needs shorter wake windows. If you don't know what your baby's wake windows should look like based on their age, I have a free wake windows guide. I'm going to link that in the show notes. Click there, download it, and I will walk you through what wake windows should look like based on your baby's age. So go check that out if you're not sure what wake windows should look like for your baby's age. But if your baby is overtired, I would start there. I would start by shortening wake windows, especially before bed. So if your baby has been having a really long wake window before bed and you sense that they are overtired, move bedtime up. Close that wake window a little bit. So say your baby has been going to bed at 7, but they're really overtired. Try putting them to bed at 6.30 for a week and see what happens. Shorten that wake window to prevent them from getting overtired. Now, if you've tried all this and you still feel like they're overtired, you might need to extend their naps. Okay, if they are taking short naps, that can also make it so they're overtired. So extend their naps. And if you're not sure how to do that, check out, check out episode nine where I talk about short naps and what you can do about them. If you still truly feel like you're struggling, book a consultation. It might be time to transition their nap schedule, to transition their nap times, to transition to fewer naps. Um, I'd have to analyze the schedule and see, you know, kind of based on your baby's age, what they need. But if you've tried everything and you can't figure it out, let me know. I would love to help book a consultation. We'll talk it out. Okay. So again, if your baby's overtired, shorten those wake windows, move bedtime up and get them better day sleep. All of those things combined can help your baby get plenty of sleep so they are not getting overtired. Okay, now what can you do to prevent undertiredness? If your baby is undertired, like we talked about, they are probably ready for longer wake windows. Again, if you're not sure you're on wake windows, check out the free download that I have that'll be linked in the show notes, but you might need to stretch out those wake windows so that your baby is getting plenty of wake time before it's time to fall asleep. Now, if you have already stretched out these wake windows and you just can't quite get enough wake time during the day, it might be time to drop a nap. Um, I have a nap transitions guide that is included in every single one of my mini courses. It walks you through how to go from four naps to three, three naps to two, two naps to one, drop naps all together, when and how to do those. 
like so that it's easy for you and so that it's easy for your baby. I have an entire nap transitions guide on that. So if you're not sure when and how to drop a nap, that's included in all my mini courses. You can check that out. But just make sure you don't drop a nap too early. Don't mistake a regression or a growth spurt or something for needing to drop a nap because that will <laughs> be very difficult for both you and your baby. Okay, and this last thing, I always hesitate to say this because it is very, very, very rare that I recommend this, but if you've tried everything, you still feel like your baby is undertired, you could push bedtime a little bit later. Again, I hesitate to say this because I am a firm believer in early bedtime. If you've been around here for a minute, you know that early bedtime changes so many things with sleep. But if your baby is taking appropriate naps for their age, if they are taking good naps for their age, and you're not ready to drop one, if they have long wink windows, you've tried everything and they just aren't tired, you could try pushing bedtime back just a little bit. Now, I recommend 15 minutes tops. 15 minutes later for a week, see if that changes anything. If not, you could add another 15 minutes. But you have to be really careful because, again, we want to prevent overtiredness too. So if you're pushing bedtime too late, it can cause your baby to get overtired, especially because, as we learned about in an earlier episode, your baby's melatonin is typically released about 12 hours after they wake up in the morning. So if they're waking up at seven and you're not putting them to bed till eight or 8.30, you can really miss that sweet spot, making it really hard for them to fall asleep. So it's kind of a game of like trial and error, finding out when that sweet spot is for your baby. So just move in small increments and be very, very careful, making sure you don't push too hard. Okay, I hope this episode was helpful for you today. I hope you understand the difference between being overtired and undertired and how you can prevent your baby from getting overtired and slash or undertired. Again, check out the link in the show notes where you can download a wake windows guide so that you know if your baby is getting appropriate wake windows for their aid. All right, my friends, thank you so much for being here today. If you could do me a huge favor and leave a review, rate this podcast, share it with your family and friends. It would mean so, so much to me. I appreciate you and your support and for being here every week. Thank you again, and I will see you next time. If you want to learn more about the resources I have to offer, head to thesleepfairyway.com or follow me on Instagram at the underscore sleep fairy. Thanks again for listening, and I'll see you next time.